0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Rodalescu, with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super pumped. We've got a very cool guest with us today. He is an author, a speaker, an entrepreneur, and the founder and CEO of the C-Level Roundtable. Please welcome Jeff Cohen. Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Can you please tell the audience a little bit about
1: your background? Oh, my gosh. Well, first off, thank you. I love your energy. It is always great to come into a room when people know where to go. Yeah. So... (laughs) um, (laughs) So, yeah, so I have been pretty much an entrepreneur my whole life, Um, and um, there are some great stories about that in my new book. I'll share that in a minute, but I've started a half a dozen companies. I grew a tech company from nothing to 50 people in about two years. We had great success, and then in 2007, we had greater failure, and my life changed forever. I became very depressed. I um, like I, I wanted to escape from the world. Yeah. So just imagine like, going from having all of these great people that were on my team yeah. to suddenly the market crashed and every single one of our clients that were like big companies, B of A, Wells Fargo, State of California, Kaiser Permanente, right? Yeah. All saying, hey, we love you guys. You're fired. Wow. Um, and it, I really... I went into a tailspin. I got no sleep, went through, like, am I going to make payroll? Sure. It yeah. was a tough time. And the thing that saved me then was I was making these energy bars for my, my kids and my, my family, and um, everyone loved them. Yeah. And then a friend of mine came over. His name was Jeff, too. And he said, hey, can I bring some of these to work? And I said, yeah, sure. Here you go. Yeah. Called me up the next day and said, Jeff, can you come down here? I'm like, why? Well, they want to buy them from you. Nice. All. Suddenly I was selling energy bars to 20 TV shows and movies on the Warner Brothers lot. Very cool. And it kind of grew from there. My sister was in real estate and she joined me, got us into Whole Foods. And before I knew it, I was on Shark Tank. And um, Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's neat. It was. Um, and because of my business failure, I can now claim officially to be the only entrepreneur on that show that was ever called Radioactive. Um, and Kevin O'Leary said, you'll never get a bank. To me, you're radioactive. I'm out. Yeah. And that was season one of Shark Tank. But Robert Herkiewicz, I really, my hat is off to him because it really did hurt, you know, to hear that.
0: Yeah. He stood
1: up and he argued with Kevin for about 20 minutes and I got to see the whole thing. Um, And he the thing he said that was amazing to me was. um, The measure of a man is not how many times you fall. Right. It's how many times you get back up. And, you know, since then, yes, I've gone through an entire transformation And all of that is in, in the book that I wrote and we've just uh, come out with and has hit number one on Amazon, like the very first week. So I'm just, I'm pumped. All of those stories are in there. So people can really get like what it's like to go through, you know, the eye of the needle, Yeah, how painful it is. And when you get out, you can actually have a life. Yeah, for sure.
0: That's quite the story. So, I mean, I think with with success comes failure. If you don't experience some kind of failure, you really don't understand what success is. Um, My late husband and I, we had experienced a similar um, thing with failure around that time in 2007, 2008, when everything burst. We had a large manufacturing company. We remanufactured transmissions and that he was like the guinea pig for the bank they they pulled the loan even though they were profitable even though we were profitable at that time and we had to start all over we lost probably about 10 million dollars and you know i mean probably more than that if you want to talk about the 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 value in the business because the business did about 30 million per year 30 32 million per year we had about 150 to 200 employees and so we had to start all over with yeah. just like, you know, borrowing money from relatives, taking loans on, on the house, you know, so, and we rebuilt and we re- rebuilt very quickly, but he kind of went into a tailspin around that time too, going, you know, feeling that failure and, and losing so much. I mean, it was very hard to come back from that. So I can relate to your struggle, but sounds like you were able to bounce back fairly quickly and had an incredible experience. So what happened with the energy bars?
1: uh we grew the business and i found out it was a business i hated so i went back to work at ibm i have an i had an amazing boss there when i worked there the first time and she opened doors back up for me and it was fabulous and it was during that time that i started actually doing some self-assessment okay um i was going through a divorce because i pushed my whole family away when things got bad and that sucked but um in 2013, I took this program called the Team Management Leadership Program, which was a two-year program. And the very first thing I did was I did a self-assessment. Okay. And I noticed something. What's that? I was a really shitty boss. Oh. I was, I was the, the only reason people wanted to work for me was we had momentum. What we were doing was hot. They yeah, loved it. it was- and I did not treat people the way I would have wanted to be treated. Yeah. I was cocky and arrogant and um, and I ran away from things, the level of integrity I had sucked. I mean, it was just not good. And it gave me the opportunity to start working with people so that no business goes through what I went through sure. ever again. And I instantly put together a group of about 50 CEOs and entrepreneurs, and we we're looking at what did not work in businesses, and we found it. Yeah. We found the common thread that doesn't work in businesses. What is there that? There are all these systems out there that they tell you, you should do this, then you should do that, then you should do yeah. the other thing, where they say, you need the right person doing the right thing at the right time. Yeah. They don't tell you what all that is.
0: Hmm.
1: And we figured it out. It's very simple. It's effective communication. Everybody has their own definition of that. Yeah. And that's the issue. Yeah. Everybody has their own definition of that. And I want to just share a short story with you about how effective communication works in my life. Okay. So people can benefit from that. For sure,
0: I mean communication is important. If we don't communicate effectively, you know, a lot of things can get lost in translation. I'm experiencing that right yeah, now.
1: <laughs> right. Well, just notice, Denise, that while we're while we're in this, right, what's yeah. happening is in, in whoever's listening, yeah, they've got this little demon up here. It's bouncing off the walls of their brain, right? Saying, "I need to get my laundry. I need to." Go to lunch. I need to wash the dishes. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I'll say something that'll trigger them, and they'll come back. Hey, Dad, how you been? What's
2: going on? Well, uh, not too much. We're in cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack? Did you get the carpets cleaned? I know. I know. Mom's all about that, so I I want to make sure we're ready to go. Well, yeah. I got the gutters clean. That's about it. That's it. Well, when I said weed whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the. Landscape 4.0 it's a little more personal I understand yeah it's awesome have you tried this I have tried it and it works wonders it really does yeah okay this is pretty cool and uh, see it comes with uh, with an LED light and I I understand it's waterproof it is waterproof it works well I tried it you know I mean uh, it's a good product it's a great product I've tried other ones and they're just so noisy and and it's they don't uh, they don't cut very well wow that's really good Mike where do we get this well you know you can get it at manscaped.com uh, and while you're at manscaped.com you know that we got a code so we get it cheaper really yeah what, of, what kind of a discount can we get we can get it at label free 20 and it gives you 20% off the product and it gives us free shipping and uh, you know I've tried some of the other products there because they got these all new premiere products um, like this here it's for your it's a deodorant now is it for underarm or other places or made you know i tried but it's for the underarm okay that's 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 where it's at and you can also get it at uh, manscape.com same code we're using the code again label 320 label free 20, label free, 20. Off free shipping, free shipping. Well. I mean, how can you go wrong with that right wonderful
1: here's a story and i i this occurred while i was writing the book okay so i noticed um, first off, we all have triggers. There were th- words that trigger us. My very first chapter called Grand Theft Auto. Okay. It's about um a time I stole a car. And I developed I gotta, I gotta go find this book in my email
0: <laughs> and restart
1: reading it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 um it's where I developed the the biggest trigger in my life. Oh wow. Okay. And I've carried it with me my entire life. And when you say, the one word in just the right tone with the right words next to it. Yeah. I'll pull out my shield. I'll grab my sword and I will protect and defend myself till the cows come home. Yeah. We all have those and we all say those things to the people that work for us. And the impact of that is that you lose them. Yeah. They're gone for, for me, I'll waste 20 to 30 minutes of your time telling you why. Yeah. Other people will do the same. And then after the conversation, they're unproductive. Right. They're trying to figure out, you know, how do they recover from that? Or can they recover from that? Or do they need to go get a new job? Sure. Yeah. But when it comes to effective communication, it all starts with you saying something and knowing that the other person heard it. Yeah. And so my wife and I are foster to adopt parents, and we have this gorgeous little one year old girl. Oh, yeah. And we went to visit some friends in San Diego and stayed at their house. And my wife and her friend went to an event at night. And my friend and I uh, were with his seven-year-old daughter and my one-year-old. And we took the wagon. We put them both in the wagon and walked to dinner. And after dinner, we went to frozen yogurt. And on the way to frozen yogurt, I decided I would walk in front because everything went great on the way out. And I turned my head as we were pulling up to frozen yogurt and there was my one-year-old standing up in the wagon in tears, crying. And I had my friend stop. I picked her up and I comforted her. Yeah. And then I put her back down. I turned to the seven-year-old and I said, hey, honey, did you notice what was going on there? Yeah. And she said, yeah, I told you. I said, Wow. And then she went right back to her video game. And I said, hey, honey, can I ask you a favor? She looked back up. I said, can you make sure next time that I answer you? Yeah. And she said, these are the famous two words. We all say them today. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then she went back down to her video game. And I didn't want to be a dick or anything, but. Sure. I wasn't sure she got it. Yeah. Which by the way, is the way it is at work at home. Right. Yeah. So I just asked her, I said, Hey honey, I'm just curious. What did you get? And she stopped moving her fingers on the screen
2: mm-hmm.
1: with her head, still looking at the screen for 15 seconds. And then she lifted her head up and she looked at me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she said, I should make sure that you hear that. I I hear you answer me. Yeah. I said, yes, thank you. That would be amazing. That's good. No, I, I was pretty sure she got it, but two weeks later we went back down to San Diego and she was going to play with my daughter and her friends. Okay. And I pulled her aside and I said, Hey, honey, do you remember that thing I asked you about last time we were here? Mm-hmm. She goes, "Oh, you mean if you, if I say something to you, you, sh- I should make sure I hear you if oh, you wow. answer me." Okay. I can't tell you how important that was to me at that moment. Yeah, for sure. She actually got it. The neurons in her brain connected the dots. And that's what's missing in communication today. Yeah, people say things, then we say "got it," and we go on to the next thing because we're multitasking. Yeah, we may have got it somewhere in there. Sure. But how do you know it registered until somebody repeats what you said back to you with the level of commitment that you have? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't a, a no.
0: That's a good point. So, is that what brings us to your book and call? What can you show us the, your book?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so it's called Count Onable. Okay. It is a practical guide, meaning step by step, how do you become count onable? And the subtitle is "lift, shift, and empower you and your or and your team." Yeah. And. I I have, um, the number one thing about this book is that we all live in a world where people want you to be accountable. Yes. Accountability sucks. People don't want to be accountable.
0: I like being accountable, but you're right. People don't like to be accountable. They want to do whatever they want to do. They feel entitled and then they don't want to to pay the price if they make a mistake or are being held accountable
1: for their actions. Well, that's where it really is, right? It's yeah. all about the being held accountable. They don't see an upside in it. Now, business owners generally do. Yeah. When you yeah. have a business, your relationship to accountable is different. You're probably the only person in your company that really is accountable. And everybody else comes in saying, I want to help. What they're really saying is, I want to do what I do best for you. Yeah. And what often happens is we want to take that. Right. And then we say, hey, by the way, can you also wash the dishes for us? Can you do the laundry for us? Yeah. Those are things they don't want to do. But if they want the job, They've got to they're do probably going to say yes. Right. And guess what? You've just taken an A employee and made them a B employee. Because they're not doing the A job anymore and they will begin disappointing you from day one. Wow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So the whole point to this book, Count Onable, is it weaves together important concepts like aligning your team, building trust, and maintaining it because trust is always going away. Yeah. And having people know and be confident about what they're good at, yeah. what they have strengths in and what they love doing. That's, it's important. When they have that, you can count on them in those areas, right? They may actually get to a point with you with the trust is working and you're aligned as a team where they can say, you can't count on me to do the dishes. Right. When you have that, your performance explodes because now you're no longer waiting three or four weeks for someone to do something that they hate doing, right? Right? that they're not good at. It's a weakness of theirs. You've actually identified someone else that excels in that area and you don't have to be disappointed at someone because someone's actually going to get it done
0: yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very powerful. Very powerful. Is this some of the stuff that you found that was missing in mul- the multiple businesses that you've, you know, with the CEOs
1: that you talk to? Absolutely. This all came out of working with 300 companies over the last eight years. Okay. And before that, when I had my technology company, we implemented agile software development methods. Okay. So honorable is an agile management method. It gives people the ability to bob and weave as necessary, while ensuring, from the CEO to the chief cook and bottle washer, that's doing the work. Yeah, and is really important to the company that it comes together, and you're on top of it. The last thing I'll just share because I know we're getting close on time. Yes, we are. (laughs) Closer is we we often. trust people to do things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we we as business owners feel like they violate the trust when they don't do them. That's true. They as employees feel like we violated the trust by the way that we manage it, which mm-hmm. is we don't. Mm. So instead of assigning something and coming back in four weeks and saying is it done yet and triggering the heck out of people so that they get defensive. Yeah. How about we actually take the ownership of it on? And in doing that, Use a tool, which by the way, all the tools are on the website. You can download them. Okay. Called the Priority Action List or the PAL. And what's, and it, the, what's the website? It's uh, countonable.com. There we go. All right. D O U N T O N A B L E.com. And when when you actually have, like Ronald Reagan said in the 80s, trust and verify. Yeah. I I give you the whole. Um, meeting schedule and what to say in the meetings, in the book, it's very simple and you trust your people to get something done. And then you have a verify meeting where you just find out, like, is this something that they're doing? Are they committed to doing it? If not, we know every week instead of sometime in the future. And it builds strong relationships between people. Yeah, and it also helps you close the gaps in your business very fast. I love it, and uh, you,
0: you know, as a business owner and having multiple employees, that that's something that sounds very powerful and that would have been very useful back then. <laughs> because yeah, there, I was not the greatest leader either, and so I think that this is a, a great book, especially in today's world. So I love it. Where else can people connect with you, contact you, and um, learn a little bit more about what you do?
1: Yeah, that's great. So uh, I'm very active on social media. A lot of posts going out um, on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, uh, creating a private community for people that want to join. So if you're interested in participating on the Count Audible website, go ahead and send us your information. Just say, I want, the, I want to be updated okay. and we'll update you and you're invited. Awesome. You are invited. Come and join us in a discussion, in a group, uh, review the book and just see like, you know, one of the, i just, the, the thing about the book is every chapter is three to four pages long. Okay. Just like that story I told about my, my friend's daughter and him yeah. that you will get something like that from every single chapter Love it. That's awesome. And, and it's fun. It's a fun read. I, I still have fun reading it. I can't tell you how many times that's happened. That's amazing. <laughs>
0: I love it. Well, I will put the links in the show notes, you guys. So don't hesitate to go check out the book, go buy it on Amazon, go check out uh, Jeff on all the social media. I'll make sure those links are in the show notes. And Jeff, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for any last words of wisdom or advice. So what would you like to leave with the audience today?
1: It's really very simple and short. Stop being just accountable. Be countonable.
0: Yeah. Perfect. I love that. On that note, thank you so much for being a guest. Please keep us updated on any new projects, new books, whatever you might have going on in the future. And so we'll bring you back to update the audience. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to follow, share, comment, rate, review, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.